Hey, folks, thanks so much for leaving those iTunes reviews. We are currently number 143 on the new and noteworthy charts. The more you review and subscribe, the better chance we have. Megamaker.co slash review. In this final episode of season one, we deal with anxiety, self-promotion, and what comes next. This is Megamaker, episode 15. All right, let's start here. My friend Ashley Baxter, who's an amazing photographer and business person out of the UK, left me this voicemail. So I found recently that it's really easy to become burdened by anxiety and self-doubt to the point that you stop creating or even stop sharing your creations with others. I wanted to talk about this because I think anxiety is something we don't talk about enough as creatives and makers. And one reason is that a lot of people creating the media, the podcast, the blog posts, etc., are extroverted jackasses like me. And the disadvantage of only having extroverted perspectives out there is that extroverts and introverts process the world differently. There's this great blog post I'll put in the show notes, megamaker.co slash 15, and it's called Six Illustrations That Show What It's Like in an Introvert's Head. And let me read you this one here. Scientists found that the extrovert's brains responded with more pleasure to positive gambling results. In other words, introverts feel less excitement from surprise or risk. And this is just one example, one vector of how my experience and my opinion and the way I feel could be dramatically different than yours. And I think it's just good to talk about this to recognize that people are different and not everyone gets excited about, for example, launching 100 projects in a year. For a lot of people, that is terrifying. And it's okay. Not everyone has to be the same and not everyone has to express their creativity the same. One of the things I've tried to be transparent about, even as a jackass extrovert, is that I do feel anxiety and self-doubt when I'm about to launch something or I've just launched something. In fact, most of my friends who make things and put art out into the world feel the same way. And some of us feel this more strongly than others. One of the things about being an extrovert is that you're always practicing putting yourself out there. Every day you're taking a lot of little risks. You're telling a joke out loud. You're, you know, expressing something. You're trying to make people laugh. And because we have so much practice putting ourselves out there and having, you know, small rejections we're able to get over some of that anxiety easier. How do you do this? How do you overcome your creative self-doubt and anxiety? I'd love to hear from you. If you go to megamaker.co slash question, you can record an audio answer to that. And I'd love for the next episode, uh, episode one of season two, for us to just have a whole show about this, uh, mostly from your responses. So megamaker.co slash question. And let's talk about it. All right. Up next, I have a couple questions around promoting the things you've made. What's up? Uh, Marcela here. So I've been thinking about how much I hate marketing my stuff um, and promoting it versus making. 
I think promotion really triggers the comparison trap for me, like tweeting my articles, being aware of my analytics and so on. It makes me feel bad. Whereas on the other hand, writing and podcasting make me feel good. So it's a promotion that I hate. What's really interesting is right after I got this comment from Marcella, I got this one. Hi, Justin. This is Vishal from BitsideGenie.com. I feel very enthusiastic when I'm developing and creating a new feature. I feel really good if I walk the whole day to create a new feature, uh, but I really stall when it comes to marketing. How many of you can identify with Vishal and Marcella? You love to create things, but the idea of promoting them just makes you cringe. And I wonder if this is another example of the difference between introverts and extroverts. Uh, a lot of extroverts like myself love the marketing stage. We love to promote things. We love to talk about the things that we've created. But for those of you that are having a hard time with the promotional aspect of making things, you know, telling people about what you've made, marketing the products that you've created, I have a few ideas. The first is to team up with someone that likes doing the thing that you don't. About 200 of you have been participating in these secret text message missions I've been sending, and that's built on top of software called Network Effects, and that's a project I'm doing with my friend Marty Dill. Marty loves to code, and I love marketing, and so we're a good team. We can each focus on what we're good at. So that might be the answer for you is to just find a partner that likes to do the thing that you don't. The other technique I've used to help me with this is to focus on helping people. Let me explain what I mean. Your mindset affects everything. It has a strong influence over the outcomes you'll achieve. So if you're trying to build an audience while you're focused on yourself, I think you're going to get bad results. And I think that's part of the guilt you sometimes feel when you're promoting things. You feel like, well, this is just all about me. This is me trying to be self-promotional. One way you can turn it around, though, is to focus on helping others. So instead of thinking of it as marketing, think about it as helping other people to be better at what they do. And this mindset will change how you think about promotion. Instead of thinking of it as kind of sleazy advertising or trying to convince people to do something they don't want to do, you're focusing on how you can help your audience. Too often we focus on what we think might be people's negative reactions to what we put out into the world. So we worry about, oh, you know, if I put out this video tutorial, some people might not like it or some people might call me out for being a fraud. But what you're missing there is all the people who could benefit from what you're putting out. And going back to Vishal's question, I think that becomes the real metric. How many people has my software helped? If you're an artist, it's how many people has my art inspired? The beautiful thing about this mindset is that once you start focusing on the needs of others, all these kind of insecurities and troubles you're having kind of take care of themselves. We forget very quickly the people in our audience who have encouraged us, who have let us know that our art is making a difference in their lives. And all it takes is one troll to come along with a negative comment and will obsess about it over days and weeks and months. Instead of focusing on that one negative person, we need to focus on the people who are digging what we're doing. Whenever someone sends me a nice note, 
I keep that in a encouragement folder. And it's for exactly those times where I'm feeling down about myself or I'm feeling insecure. I'll look through those and it reminds me about who I'm serving. <laughs> it reminds me that it's not about me. It's about the audience. It's about helping them. Actually, this might be a good way for us to practice this. Maybe let's make this our maker mission for this week is to go out and show gratitude to somebody else, somebody else that has positively impacted your life. Write them a nice note. Send them a nice comment. An encouraging word is like oxygen for creative people. And it's also a good way for us as makers to practice other-centeredness. So one last thing before we end today's episode. You may have heard at the beginning of the show I said this is episode 15, the last episode of season one. And you might be wondering, what does that mean? Well, I'm taking a break. After putting out 15 episodes, two episodes a week, I feel like it's time to recharge my batteries. Uh, Also, I want to take some time to really focus on some of these projects I've started. So there's the Secret Makers Society that I want to work on. Um, By the way, if you want to sign up for the waiting list for that, it's megamaker.co slash secret. And uh, there's also this network effects software that my buddy Marty and I have been working on. And we've really wanted to set aside some time to really focus on that. And I think March is the month to do that. So my plan is to come back April 1st. Is that April Fool's Day? (laughs) Come back April 1st and have season two of the Mega Maker Show. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who listens to the show every week. Those of you that have left reviews, those of you that have shared the show with your friends. I also want to thank the people that have sponsored the show, uh, who have been patrons of the show. The theme music is by Striker, striker striker-metal.com. You can thank them by going and buying their music. Even if you just buy this song, it's called Bad Decisions. I know some people have bought it because it kind of pumps them up, makes them, puts them into maker mode. So you can go do that. And uh, thanks also to Simplecast.fm for hosting our show. That's it for this week and for season one. I'll see you on April 1st. Higher than hobbits. Higher than hobbits.com. Higher than hobbits. Higher than hobbits.com. Higher than hobbits. Higher than hobbits.com. Higher than hobbits. Higher than hobbits. That was a beat by Hans Johnson that he submitted to the Higher Than Hobbits open source band project we're doing. If you are a musician and you want to contribute a loop, a riff, or a complete song, go to higherthanhobbits.com.